just think about this. This is what I have to learn. It's like once you put yourself in a position of making making things about you, it's like you put a lot of pressure on yourself. And um, you end up putting yourself in this type of leadership position. You know what I mean? It comes to a point to where you like, what if you don't want to? You don't want to be an idol. Like you know what I'm saying? Walton has been a part of your attention, please, from the beginning. He's composed all the music for the Hulu show, including the phenomenal theme song that we all get to enjoy every week. I truly never, ever, 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 ever get tired of hearing it. In addition to his work with Hulu, Teddy is also a Grammy award-winning music producer and has worked with some of the biggest names in the biz, including Kendrick Lamar, Nipsey Hussle, Kalani, and Vince Staples. His soulful synthesis of trap, R&B, and hip-hop is so unique that he doesn't even need a category or tag to distinguish himself. Welcome to Your Attention, Please, the companion podcast to the Hulu series of the same name that introduces us to present-day makers of Black history. I'm Kimberly Drew, curator, writer, and co-editor of the anthology Black Futures. Today, on our season finale, Teddy Walton takes us behind the scenes. We talk about his start in music, the impact that he wants to have, and his debut audiovisual project, Free Machine, which he produced for your attention, please. It centers on themes of social media, family, freedom, and mental health. Hello, world. I'm, you know, it's not important who I am. What's truly important is who you are. Or rather, who you aren't. Are you doing what you want to be doing? Are you saying what you want to be saying? Are you existing the way you imagine yourself existing? Because if the answer is no, then... Hi, Teddy. Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? There's so many things I want to cover today, but I think that maybe the best place to start is, of course, with the film that you made. I wonder if you could tell us a bit about your inspiration behind Free Machine. What is the Free Machine? Especially for those of our listeners or those who will read this transcript who haven't had the opportunity to see it yet. Before I even go into that, I want people to know that the term that machine that I'm going by is like, it's not just a regular machine. The machine, the term that I'm trying to spread is like, it's not being controlled. Everything that's like a machine comes with a controller. Something something has to control it in order for it to move. So like, my thing is just to spread that knowledge and that good word 
in in a beautiful musical way. It's kind of hard to explain. You got to watch it. Mm. So it's about like ownership over yourself. Yup, yup. And I'm not even just talking about like business and or anything like that. I'm talking about ownership in life as in in a good purpose. Your your mind, body, and soul having ownership. You know what I'm saying? What was some of the inspiration behind all those images and textures that we saw? For one, I'm from the South, so anything I drop got to have the essence of soul. Like the whole mm-hmm. moral of of the film, which if you if if you really paid attention to the mm-hmm. details, it it says like clearly, there's no faith without soul. So like, it was like me wanting to bring this nostalgic feeling to the film world. It's like not only to the film world, to the to the music world as well too. Like mm. like I bring my soul into every track I produce, you know. And like this is my first film. I wouldn't even say film. This is my first audio visual experience. I haven't even put out a film yet. So this is my first audio visual experience with dialogue. It, it's a type. It's a type of film that you can. You can throw on and go on about your day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like the feeling of it. You're gonna automatically feel that soul. Mm-hmm. Like you can just listen to it and listen to the music, the texture. Absolutely. I know that you're from Memphis. I know that you and your brother are both collaborators, and the work that you've done has really skyrocketed your work as a producer. I wonder if you could tell me a bit about your upbringing and how that might have shaped you as an artist? I would say, well, the reason why I'm here to spread this message is, like, I started doing music with my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot It was a lot I learned during that process. I could say, like, the project me and my brother did is, like, it, it shaped who I am today. It, it's weird. Like, I, w- I would love to watch movies like The Wood. American Pie, goofy movie. That's how that's how diverse and different mm-hmm. <laughs> different stuff is. Mm-hmm. Though, like. But the goofy movie slaps. First of all, it, it do though for real, <laughs> for real though. Like, hey, <laughs> Tevin hey. Campbell, the whole that was. I mean, it just it made me feel like everything was gonna be okay. And my dad, RP, my dad, and like and like we ain't had no cable, so like every time I watched that joint, it felt like the first time. Because mm. there's always something to discover. Yeah, like it just it just feel it just feel good. Like it just felt like it was the first time every time I put it on. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm just, I'm just a '90s kid from the south, like for real, straight from the '90s, for real, straight from the south. All about the '90s. Can you talk more about how you started making beats? Is it true that you downloaded the FL Beatmaker by accident? Uh... <laughs> Like, I was really happy that my mom got me a computer, so I was going game crazy. <laughs> downloading anything that come my way, just just downloading that junk. By the way, I got to mention this, like, seeing Soulja Boy inspired me to really, like, go in for real. Like, the fact that he was, like, showcasing how free he was online when a lot of kids was just, like, it was like a, a dream to them. He kind of made it seem like it was possible a little bit, for real. All on FL, though. Like, I'm saying, like, you couldn't even save on that junk. Like, the demo version, you had to make the beat and export it right away. <laughs> like That sounds so stressful. <laughs> it was too stressful. Like, as <laughs> soon as you soon as you, you can make something so far, 
and like yeah, and, and you can unplug like make a mistake and unplug something and, and try to make the beat again. It's like you 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 can't do it because it's in the moment thing. So it's like I was working off demo version for a long time just because I, I I couldn't afford that full FL version. So and to be for real, I thought I I was going in on the joint. The first time I got it, I thought it was a game. So I I felt like I got better every day at it. And like the the funny thing is is like I don't really dive deep into music. Like I know the world look at me as a producer, but like really is I'm just a dude who like to bring good vibes to the situation of what's going on in this world. It's more of a lifestyle to me for real, for real. Like I treat it like a video game. It's not even just like something I produce on. Like I can't even finish the beat until I hear the song. It, it it's that simple. Like I, I keep that same element today. You know what I'm saying? I still do that to this day. Like, and to answer your question, I, don't know, I was on I was on demo going too crazy. <laughs> sometimes you have to. Look, <laughs> sometimes you have to. It's, right. I mean, it is such a privilege to be able to be like downloading all this expensive ass hey. machinery. <laughs> uh, it is crazy because like, like. It, I was at the crib like, hey, I'm trying to, yeah. I got to finish this, I got to finish this, I got to finish this. And and what people don't know is, I mean, people know this, but like, you can't save on the demo. That's tragic. <laughs> that is a tragedy. Too, too tragic, man. Like, it could have been number one. What could have like, been? I mean, it's such a romantic kind of idea, right? It's right. like, you have to love it. You have to love it so yeah. much Yeah, man. to keep it, going. Cause yeah. I would be frustrated. I'd be big mad. I would be pissed man. if something didn't save. <sighs> so many hits didn't get saved, man. I'm like, uh, it was one time I was making this beat and like, it was like raining or something like that, and like the computer just cut off. So I'm like, I, mm. just, just just think about it, you got to mm. remaking it. It's it's not a way. Mm. So you mentioned Soldier Boy, who I also love. I'm very into astrology, and yeah. Soldier Boy is also a Leo. Yeah, yeah I'm a Leo. Birthday July thirtieth. So you already know what time it is. Hey, you know what time. You already it is. know. And <laughs> I'm very spiritually invested in Soldier Boy as one, like the way that he used LimeWire is so fascinating to me. Soldier Boy, like as like as a musician, right now is like you got to really look at the fact that what he's done. All music aside, put all music aside and look at how many people he influenced in, in this industry as far as he actually made himself a business. Like, he made—it was more than music to it. It was, like, it was a whole experience with with just him being, you know what I'm saying? And he has a movie, too. Wait, what was his movie? A lot of people don't know it was a movie. It was a movie that was in theater. Wait, hold on. It wasn't just a regular type of movie. Of course. Uploaded. <laughs> Soldier with a movie. Yeah, 2011. For, for real though. Yep. Where yeah. was I? You're right. Like I'm just saying he had a full. No, movie. I like I'm like a Soldier Boy historian and I'm shook. Yeah, you got you should know Wait, this. Wait, this is madness. <laughs> Playing himself. This is like, is it like the Fantasia movie? <laughs> nah, it's actually like it's actually like you watching a, a a vlog version, a movie vlog version. It's like oh, on snap. It's, That's amazing. Yeah, like. And and just the business aspect of Soldier Boy is like it's what I'm really inspired by. It's like he made him he made people respect him in in a way of just doing what he liked his way. So like me seeing that, it just changed my way of thinking. 
Yeah. He made that movie with a $350,000 budget. Who does that? For, that's scrappy. For real, that's why I love him, though. Because I'm like, dang, you really got it done. That's a flip. Big flip. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it says on IMDb. What? But, you know, while we're talking about incredible Leo musicians, also Madonna's a Leo. Exactly. Winnie Houston's a Leo. Ted Leo. Um, just like people who All are it. completely genre shifting, you know? And I'm, I'm always so fascinated by that because it takes so much tenacity and I think especially once you have any level of commercial success, mm-hmm. there's so many people mm-hmm. who try to take your success away from you. For one, I mean, I just want everybody to know that nobody can't nobody can't stop themselves but God. That's just off top. Like that's part of the reason why I even made this film, this this audiovisual experience, because like I wanna give people faith in which is one of the quotes. There's no faith without soul. And with my music, I'm just trying to Touch the soul. You know what I'm saying? If you notice, it's like I could go from left to right, like from songs like Crew. I love Crew so much. She see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. Yeah, that's that's one of my faves. And like and that has a lot of soul and like yeah, we haven't heard that in a minute. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to bring that back. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bring back that. Hey, you know that rain on me, that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that SWV, you know what I mean? Yeah. I truly feel like I can I can bring that back in a modern, beautiful way that nobody's never heard before. Like, I feel like I can touch that and feel, feel like I'm in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it makes me think of um, Wale, like early Wale mixtapes, mm-hmm. where he was he would use like incredible go-go sound, and it's like it's immediately nostalgic because it's so specific to Maryland, to that area, or to DMV. Now friends are gonna get mad at me for <laughs> saying, but like there's something so transformative and 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 yeah, transformative. Really, I was gonna say transport, but it really does like on a cellular level change you right and take you back to maybe a space of innocence or make you take you back to a space of trauma and maybe as an adult you might be able to heal yourself mm-hmm. those things are so significant yeah yeah like i mean it's it's important because like i've gotten messages from people that like i, I don't even know that says like yo i've gotten married to Kendrick Lamar love i want to be with you i want to be with that's a crazy feeling to me. Honestly, that's like a better feeling than actually getting getting an artist on a beat. It's it's a good feeling, you know. When you reach what I describe as like the top tier of music, when you hit like Frankie Beverly and Mays, Earth, Wind and Fire, your music is played at a cookout or a wedding. Right. That's when you know. That's it. That's when you know. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's when you know. Uh, that's better than a. I mean, that in my in blind black ass life is better than a Grammy, and you can put that on the record. <laughs> right, for real, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of just about just bringing that good essence to film and music, I haven't told nobody this yet, but I, I will be putting out some music that's inspired by Free Machine, and it's alternative. I, I wouldn't call it alternative, but it's alternative R and B, and um, it's hard to put a, a name on it, but. Mm-hmm. I got like, you know what I'm saying? I got real legends on there, you know what I'm saying? Something like Mr. Hudson, you know, from Bunny Bear. I don't want to give away too much, but 
it's going to be a project that brings shock value that actually is going to make you mm-hmm. understand this, understand the film better. I love that. I, I want to hear so much more about how this audio-visual experience came together. Let's kick that off with some questions directly from Hulu subscribers who have watched Free Machine on Hulu. A question from Matt in Florida. Matt asks, what was the creative process of working on Free Machine like? I can say the process, it's crazy. The process was like no pressure. It was real. It was like, to me, I mean, I'm sure the workers and and I do want to take a time to say thank you to all the workers. But um, definitely like the process was, it was fun. It was like, it wasn't pressured. I felt like that I wasn't reaching. And at the same time, like, this was like, I, like I just moved into a, a new spot. You know what I'm saying? And um, it, it was like the only thing that was at my spot was a studio, like speakers, and we, we had and we had beds there. Like we we had no furniture, nothing. But BD made sure he pulled up, and like we just kept writing the script, and it and it and it like long story short. It's just like this script turned to us watching it on Hulu. Our last question comes from Emma in Louisiana. Emma asks, what motivates you to keep working? Man, what what motivates me, man, is it, it's, it's the simple things, man. For, you know, for me, it goes first God, family, then music. So it's like the small things motivate me, like a text from my sister or or just like, you know what I'm saying? Like knowing that my brother my brother's doing okay, knowing that knowing that my my sister's okay, knowing that my niece, nieces and nephews, like the small things in life really matters. So, a sidebar for anyone who is listening or reading along to the transcript, shout out to y'all. For those of you who don't know, one of the key creators of this project, Your Attention Please, is none other than Brandon Drew Jordan Pierce, a.k.a. Beatty. And so, Teddy, you and Beatty go way back. Can you share more about how y'all connected? How I got looped in for real, for real, was like real organic. It's funny, everything came full circle with that. It's like, basically, man, my boy Beatty, man, like, it's crazy. When I, like when nobody knew me, he would hit me up and um, like buy beats from me, and he knew how cinematic my beats was like a long time ago, like when I was just uploading them on YouTube, and like at a point in time, like I had like zero dollars, and it was at a point in time to where he would he would hit me up and buy beats from me and. He didn't even know that he was, like, my only income at the moment for, like, a whole year. Wow. <laughs> he was my only income. Yeah, so it, it's kind of—it's a full circle thing, and it was super organic. It was kind of—he pulled up to the crib, and and it was like we—it it was almost like we we been on each other. And and once we linked, like, I ended up showing him, like, what I was working on, what a lot of stuff. And, and I ended up showing him this short film. Yeah, he was like, though, this actually is kind of crazy. So at that point, like, 
I, I did a lot of scoring for BD, and man, he a creative, like just like just like me. So it's like it's it, it's real easy to communicate with him. So like I showed him this short film that me and my guy Lee was working on, and it's basically like a documentary about me. And um, he was kind of like shocked and like asked me, started asking me a question like, "Yo, like, who helped you with this? Like, who produced it? Like, I'm like me." <laughs> He like, man, who did like the color? Who thought it? I'm like me. <laughs> it's also me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, like, like Russ, like, <laughs> but when, but no, nah, like, no, nah, for real though, like, it, it was just he he was shocked by that, and and basically they ended up to him just pulling up, and the whole time it was it was just like straightforward of like, yo, I think we should, you know do this, put this documentary about you on here, basically, like, and that's when I was, I was down with it for, like, for, like, the first week, and, and I had to realize, like, I don't know if everybody think this way, but I was, like, if I remove myself from, from the picture, it'll, it'll make the message that much bigger. You think that? Like, for real, though, like, just think about this, this is what I have to learn, it's, like, once you put yourself in a position of making making things about you is like you put a lot of pressure on yourself mm. and um, you end up putting yourself in this type of leadership position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It comes to a point to where you're like, what if you don't want to, you don't want to yeah. be an idol? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm, I'm going to just say this. If I would have chose to put my documentary out, I feel like you'll be asking, asking me questions about me instead of the world. Right. So you want the opportunity to be able to, Invite people into a broader universe. Exactly. I want it to be more universal. You know what I mean? So, like, I, it, it's the point to where, like, we can talk about me all day. We can talk about producers, and, and we can do that all day. And it? But at the same time, it's, it's nothing better than actually, like, watching something and actually learning or learning a lesson. I get, I get answers, and they start flowing through. And I start finding ways to help people mm-hmm. immediately. Like that's some that's some real Leo. Yeah, that's me. Energy. <laughs> that's me for real, for real. Like I I'm, I gotta I gotta I gotta be like always on go mode. Like when I'm dropping, like what's next? Like when you like I'm independent for real. So I gotta I gotta I gotta find out my next move. It's like or I it's still also need though, to be like, completely in control, but also it doesn't need to be my name. <laughs> Also, everybody needs to get taken care of. Everybody's going to eat on the team. I'm not happy if it's everybody's fair. not happy. Yeah, no, I hear you. No, nah, man, no, nah, for real, for real, for real. Hey, you, you for real about that, though. It automatically started feeling better once I took myself out of the picture. And the, and the message started getting real clear. Like, it wasn't just for me. It was for everybody. And, and it gives everybody that drive the same drive that I got. It's interesting because um, I'm not sure if you know this, but this is our last episode of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last but not least. I didn't know that, though. Yeah, it's very special. Um, and it's kind of dope, too, because the first guest that we had on the first season mm-hmm. is Lil Buck, who is also from Memphis. Yeah, Lil Buck. I mean, I mean he's jig, jigging legend. Right. 
Period. And, and <laughs> to classical music at that. For him to be from Memphis, like, it's crazy because, like, mm. I, I'm trying to bring that classical element to music. Mm. And I know film already has it, but it's just, like, in music, the last person to do it was Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot, I mean, a lot of people don't. I'm just saying, like, last person I was inspired of. But I'm, try, I'm trying to do that Jordan Peele. Kanye, Stanley Kubrick, I it, it's a lot. Like, I'm trying. That's to, a lot of different people. I'm gonna need you to break down <laughs> for real, why though. you picked those three. For real, <laughs> because those are three very different people, and we're not just gonna skirt past that list. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, before before mm-hmm. I can go into detail in, in all three for Jordan Peele, like for an example, he bring that element of funny but serious. Like Ken Pell was like so funny. Mm. And you can turn around and do get out. It's like yeah, it's like you, you don't know what to expect. And with with, with Ye, it's bringing that artistic that artistic side to it. And Stanley art was like very simple. It was like his shots was like straight to the point. It was it was like very simple. It, it's very it, it's it's easy to explain to be for real. But it's like how I applied that to Free Machine is is like from. I made the most simple shots look beautiful. I made I made sure the coloring was crazy. I made sure that it was things in there that that usually filmmakers usually filmmakers don't mm-hmm. even do. I wouldn't call myself a filmmaker, but like I made sure that like the music, the coloring, and the shots was on ten. Whether the story was confusing or not cohesive. The thing is, I want people to have questions. I don't want everybody to get the film right away. And it, and it's just like run away. I like, yay film. But right now it's like film and music is keeping everybody sane. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think what you were saying last really resonated because, you know, there's all these conversations that are had about the importance and value of art, right? We're seeing arts education being taken out of schools, but then in the middle of a global health pandemic, in the moment of uprising, in the moment of extreme violence and brutality, it is art and music that is keeping all of us as close to sanity as we possibly can be. Right, right. And like, and and I'm glad you said that because like, I want people to know Mm -hmm. that, to be for real. And my thing is, is like my whole focus right now this is a tip that everybody should take right now. It's like, if you're focused on anything that the world is forcing you to focus on, you're going the wrong direction. You're supposed to make your own world, and there's two sides, good or bad. It's like the end of discussion. Like, it's either good or bad. Yeah. Or just like, let's just get rid of the binary. Let's just make some something completely anew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What I mean by what I mean by make your own mm-hmm. world. There's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff, like a lot of different people. We I can't tap into other people's problems. So, my advice for other people is to make your own world and invite the people that you know and trust inside of it, and and really help help them out as well as they helping you out. And that equals up to like good or, good or bad. And, and and a lot of stuff I'm saying, it it, it falls back to my to my film, Free Machine. Like, I don't know if you know, it's like, I did I did franchise, like, with Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. 
very cinematic song. You know what I'm saying? And it's like King's Dead. You ain't really wild, you a tourist. I be blacking out with the purest. I made a hundred thou, then I freaked it. I very cinematic, very like, you know what I'm saying, you, you can watch the visual through the song. So it's like, the main thing is that I don't want people to get distracted by what this world is throwing at them. It's very easy to, it's on your, tw it's on your Twitter, it's on your Instagram, it's everywhere. It's time for people to make their own world and listen to what they want to listen to and, and, and bring good vibes and choose that side. I think that's the perfect place to close. Hey. Teddy, thank you so much for coming on your attention, please. Nah, thank y'all. Thank y'all for real. And please watch the film. <laughs> watch the film. You know what I'm saying? And I have the album coming soon. Very soon. Two week, three week, four weeks soon. Who knows? But very soon. Watch out for that album. And thank you all so much for listening to and reading along with another season of Your Attention, Please. What a more fitting way to end this season than by keeping it in the family. And also not for nothing, another season that is ending with a Leo guest. Thank you so much to Teddy for your amazing theme song. And, of course, shout out to all of our guests this season who are out here doing their thing and making Black history every minute of every day. And shout out to all of you out there who have been watching and listening and reading along at home. And shout out to our production team for holding it down in the middle of a pandemic. We did it. We made some podcast magic this season, and I'm so, so thankful. Don't be afraid to find what you love. Share it with the world and scream from the mountaintop, your attention, please. If you haven't already, Watch the show, now streaming on Hulu. The episodes are also available for free on Hulu's YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe, leave us a rating, write a review, forward it to your cousin. It'll help more people find this show. Episodes are available literally anywhere and everywhere that podcasts are found. And also right within the Hulu platform. Your Attention, Please, the podcast is a production of Hulu and Pineapple Street Studios. Our executive producers are Jenna Weiss-Berman, Max Linsky, J.N. Barry, and Barry Finkel. Our lead producer is Sophia Steinert-Evoy, and our associate producer is Brianna Garrett. The Your Attention, Please theme song is composed by Teddy Walton. Our show is engineered by Davey Sumner. And of course, I'm your host, Kimberly Drew. You can find me on social media at, at Museum Mammy. <laughs>